Welcome back to the pod where we talk about hype, culture, and design. And in today's episode, we will be talking up the trunk about the triple-headed collaboration that is shaking the sneaker world. Inspired by the LA and Tokyo scene, the Shan Wardorspoon XA6 Gel Lite 3X Atmos. So let's get it. It's great. I love it. This is uh, Sean Wardorspoon's second biggest sneaker collab creation uh he actually did like almost like a vlog like a documentary on his first shoe and it's it was crazy he he actually had his everybody from so he's the owner of round two like a vintage like clothing company that's also he's like he has a store here in richmond and he has a oh i remember elijah was telling about Uh, round two in the last podcast Right. And they were about to riot, riot on for his first shoe, almost. They had to shut it down, mm. I think. They didn't want another, you know, a la Jeff Staple, people getting trampled and stuff. <laughs> but he really, like, I mean, he was kind of disappointed in that, in that release. I mean, in Richmond, because I think Richmond was his first store. Don't quote me on that, but I feel like it was one of his first stores. I mean, he has a store now in Miami and all that. Yeah, this is this is his second. Uh, this is his second biggest. I I want to because he has another one coming after this. Also, he has a Adidas one, but that one I don't think it's that got much that got that much hype. It was like a Adidas superstar one, but this is the big one. This is the like we've been waiting two years for this. It's so do you think coming. this is much? And this is like more hype than the Nike collaboration. Um. No, I don't think it's that much hype, but it should have got that much hype. Why do you think? I mean, the sneakers itself, it's it's just crazy. It was just it's so Sean Waterspoon, you know, from the materials to the colors to the design. You think that they didn't it's just like, him market it as good, or do you think that the brand Asics and Atmos is not as prominent as like nike well it's it was weird at first so the release of the sneaker was only exclusive in japan or in asia in general so they didn't have like anything bigger than a size 12 and a half so a lot of people from the states were a little worried because they were thinking this is just an asian like release because of atmos atmos is that big in japan they only have one, I think they only have one store in Harlem and that's it. And, and they're pretty new too, but they're well known in Japan. You know, uh, the owner, the two owners actually, Koji and the, the originator. But I think Koji collaborated with Sean on this shoe, I believe. Of course, I think he did the purple one. But to me, I mean, it looks like, it doesn't look like two cities to me. It looks like night and day. Like it's one's representing day and the other is like probably representing night. But yeah, it's got that corduroy material that we know that Sean likes to use. He has that bright pastel colors and with a touch of Atmos. And nobody really put ASICs on the map in as in style fashion like that area rather than ronnie fight and these these got that ronnie fight feel to it but with a sean waterspoon feel to it i don't know it's just it just feels really like designer boutique you know what i think about these uh shoes i love them the one that i love the most is the what? velcro a6 like um logo i could see people start making nike swooshes 
and just velcroing it. There it. There you get. <laughs> Sorry, somebody put, somebody got there before you. Already like stunning on like um. So I guess you know like Sean Watherspoon. I guess he's like Virgil. He likes you to do you like know, customization DIY stuff. Kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you think about yeah. that mango? Do you like you these uh, pair? I I would pass. I think I would pass on this one. Why? You know, there's just. For me, I feel like, especially when you've got these patches of color, it's really hard to style this to one type of fit. Especially the fact that he's got two different colorways, basically based in out of out of one shoe, right? Like you've, the left shoe having one colorway and the right shoe having another. And I like the symbolism behind it. Don't get me wrong; I think that's pretty cool. But I think that the uh, the execution in terms of like styling it that might be pretty tough. What do you guys think? I feel. This is more geared towards that hippie, whimsical fashion look, where it's more like tie dye ish. That's kind of like how you wear it with like you know like ripped jeans. Yeah, I mean that's Sean Watherspoon. He loves that tie dye shirt look to it. So you know, if you've ever seen his first like sneakers with Nike, it's it's got that really bright colors. I I didn't like it. I didn't like. I don't know why I was so late. To his first sneaker and the like, the significance, because I don't, he wasn't a well-known designer, and for him to win it, it's almost like, and he won by a lot. I think there were there were nobody close to like even like touching him. But yeah, th I thought this time I'm like, oh crap, it's two different color sneakers. So you slept on it again. Man, you've been sleeping a lot lately, Tim. Tim, a Tim lot. has been sleeping a lot. Let me tell you. Slept before the podcast. Slept on the drop. Slept on Come the on, drop. Tim. You think I? Getting, you think I slept on old, the? Tim. <laughs> you think I slept? He's been on sleeping. So. <laughs> How much are they in StockX <laughs> right now? Like what, four to five hundred a pair? They're not that much, so they're like four. I want to say four. <laughs> I was right, and it's like what double the price. <laughs> No, I mean look look at look at his first ones. So they were six hundred when I was looking at them. What like a year ago? Now they're like wow. fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. And also, he doesn't do that many releases. This is his only second one. Well, technically, yeah, it's like second one. The first one, I think Mango would like just because the colorway is more consistent for both. Pairs, it's easier to create a style for it, you know. But I don't know. Mango loves blazers. That's the Nike Air Max, right? The Nike Air Max. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like the hybrid shoe. It's like the Air Max one, and it's got the 98 on top. That's why it won. Also, it's it's like a hybrid shoe. You don't. It's it's like it's the yellow one. It's the yellow one. So. No, I don't mind that one. You that didn't one, like that, that one? one? Actually, I could see myself wearing, but. The the Asics gel light, nah, nah, I don't, I don't. I would, you don't think so? I would wear that. That's what that. I thought too. But then I then I keep seeing pictures of it, and then I keep seeing like, okay, people were wearing like khakis, especially khakis. like khakis, you know? Uh huh. They had like rolled up like rope pinned up khakis. Khakis back. And they had like colorful socks, even colorful socks, and then they it just works. I don't know. It's it's that. It's not like they're wearing like some deep color. They're wearing that light pastel color. Mm -hmm. So it's working with the outfit. Right. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. It's like both both sneaker has really distinctive color palette. I mean, 
but it's that they're they're like the best color palettes. Imagine if this uh, the the blue and orange one was by itself. It's so strong by itself. Like you can create another shoe with it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like having two really good pairs. Just happens to be different colors, <laughs> and it works. I don't know. I don't know. They made it work. I don't know. To me, they. Made I mean, it work. I mean, I can Maybe see this with like a Keith outfit. You know, Keith yeah. outfit. Keith outfit. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I said before, Keith. Yeah, it does. It has it that Keith vibe too. It does. It does have some Keith vibes. Shout out to Elijah. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to Ronnie Fike. <laughs> The moment they put the Velcro in there, I was like, "It's sold." I mean, you if you if you sing his documentary, his first documentary, it, he's very like meticulous about stuff. I mean, it took him it took him a while, and it took a committee too. It like took all his friends to design the first one. So this second one must be even crazier because he's working with somebody else too, with Atmos, and they just come together and just like, "Hey, you know what?" And it's sort of like a represent, like a representation of different cultures too, right? Yeah. So one is supposed to like represent Tokyo, the other one LA. It's like East meets you know. Asia. I mean, Asia east meets far, west. far east coast, far, far east and the far west. They meet in the Pacific. <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> it's it's the perfect shoe for Hawaii, guys. It, it is. It is. And, and you know, so you know, during this crazy pandemic time, we—I—I I don't know. To me, I feel like we miss summer. <laughs> we miss spring and summer. <laughs> and this is. Do you think that it the pandemic hurt the hype for these uh, pair? Mm, uh, no, I, because other other shoes had to, other sneakers had to endure. It just happens like the, he couldn't delay it more. If it was like if he was gonna like release these like another year, I don't think the hype there would be no hype at all. I I think people would just forget forget about Sean Watherspoon. Yes, he's the owner of Round Two and all that, but he's he's like a creative person, you know. He's he's very creative. There's no way he has to release something. If anything, it would have been with Asics, which is perfect, and Atmos, a giant in the fashion industry. So no, but to me, it's like I always look at this shoe and remember summer 2020. Is that a good <laughs> could thing, have been? or is that a bad? What could have been? <laughs> Why could have been? <laughs> Somebody saw this from the future. It was like, damn, that must be a nice summer. What a drop! That's such a su- spring summery shoe. <laughs> Little that they know that the history it packs. <laughs> it's like a dark spot. <laughs> it's like a dark history. It's like you know if uh, if you go to the future where there's like you know they dug down like for archaeology, kind of like how we dig down like you know Egyptian pyramids and all that shit. Right now, they dig down these pairs. They would be like. Summer Those of were 2020 times. were the happy times. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So the thing about Sean Watherspoon is I always see that could have been us. That could have been, what? you know, like, so, 
Yeah, seriously. Like the other challengers, they weren't well known. They didn't even own anything. They didn't even own a store. Sean Waterspoon already had like vintage stores and stuff like that. They had design background, but I don't even know how they were like chosen. So in my eyes, like, oh, that could have been us. This we could have done that. You know, I'm just saying. Imagine if we're in his seat and what we would have done. Will we get together and? trying to design it as a like a community like he had a lot the first sneaker he had a lot of like people in on it you know all his friends and then they ran like different model different colorways and they decided on that crazy yellow uh corduroy they were like what the fuck man corduroy really like half of the people were like don't go for it man don't do it and that hot, his other half of his all his friends were like, just do it. How would you do it differently, man? Nike, just do it. <laughs> I, what would I do? Collaborate with Nike, dude. Collab with Nike. Don't fuck, fuck Asics. Fuck Asics. Nike. Fuck, fuck Asics. What are you talking about with this Asics shit? <laughs> we need to go. He no, needs to we, collab what? with Nike again. We don't. We don't condone what Mango is saying. Asics is just as Actually, good. <laughs> He collaborated actually with with Adidas too at this time really? around. So I think he was just trying to spread his name out. And he had a, like a little beef with Nike, a little controversial beef. What kind of controversial beef? I think it was something like they couldn't even save him a pair. Don't quote what? me on this, but I think I heard something. Yeah, it was it was something. It crazy. was his own design, but they couldn't, they couldn't get even it make him one. It was something wild. It was something well, and like a D, and they felt kind of betrayed when he came out with these. I mean, they're that good. Like Nike is like not fucking around. Nike is like, what the fuck? Well, they did him dirty. But th- right, but then again, they never signed him to a contract. They never like, hey, Sean, you, we want you to design the new Air Max ones. We're coming, whatever, you know. And they never asked him that, you know. Right. So, and also as a designer, won't you want to? branch out to other companies why are you yes i understand nike's like the you know <laughs> the, the empire the nike empire i love adidas though right it's it's good to have that like friendly look i mean he's showcasing his talents that's how good he is he he can make it's sort of like how we always go back towards the big kahuna kanye west like he did shit with nike and his his sneakers with nike they were legend there people are there's still grails for a lot of people and they started a lot of stuff but adidas gave him full ring of like you know design like there's no whatever there's no borders there's no walls for him as in creative space so and nike i feel like nike is very strict about stuff nike don't want their products to like tampered with too much i think it's because of their brand they just need to make sure that their brand identity stays consistent enough through the all the touch points out there right like if they buy somebody buys a normal air max one they want somebody that they're collaborating to make make sure that the quality is the same and at the same time make sure that you know, like somebody buying these Air Max one that is collaborated, that they're familiar, that this is Air Max one that they are still buying. It's just spun in a different way. And they're very protective about that kind of like that Nike look and feel to it. And I could understand that as as a business owner, you know. 
Right. I think there were other designers. They also sang. They all they all had like the same vibe about Nike that they're really strict with design. Uh, if you did, it was it has everything has to be approved like beforehand. Like there's no surprises. There's you know by the time I think they even did like uh when they did Sean's first well only sneaker with Nike, they did like a whole campaign for it. I think it was for Air Max Day. I believe I believe, and they did like a whole like. Nationwide, like release. He he was like traveling everywhere. He had like a truck with that that color palette. Yeah, it's sort of like like he was getting branded almost from top to bottom. It was it was it was so crazy. Like he had like the hat that to come with it. It wasn't just the sneakers. He had the little booties for the kids. It was just it was a whole big campaign, and it worked. And I guess. With this time around, it wasn't that big, but the end product was just as good to me. I don't know. How would you market this, Tim? See that part, I understand it was Atmos, and there, I it's pretty big. I bet it was pretty big in Asia because it was released first in Asia. So people who had a who had like a pair of these were actually like they were like from Asia. They weren't released yet in uh, in the states, so like the, all the big like sneaker reviewers like Fomer Simpson. Shout outs to Fomer. That's Mr. Fomer Simpson. To That's you. Mr. Fomer to me. Okay. <laughs> Not Homer Simpson. Not Homer. Common misconception. Homer. <laughs> and buckets. Buckets. <laughs> buckets meet mango. Buckets. Mango meet buckets. <laughs> so like, there's. Also, he's catering to a specific niche of people. So there, that that niche is like that New Balance Asics, Sockneys, like you know that those type of like yeah, that's a big niche. So before Ronnie Feig, nobody bought Asics except real like runners. That's what they were known for. Is the real. And then the funny thing is, Nike has a deep, deep like history with them. With starting out with their first sneaker, the Onitsuka Tigers. Yeah, remember? Yeah. <laughs> but Nike, I think, it was like uh, what's his name? Uh, Bowerman. Yeah, the coach. And yeah, and the, his partner. Oh my God, we're like. This is Nike we're talking about. <laughs> I know he was a mentor to Tinker Hatfield. I know that Tinker was like in the in that one interview, um, in that one show abstract on Netflix. He was like he started tearing up when he saw when he was talking about him. But yeah, I mean they 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 they, they were because Japan at that time was manufacturing shoes, sneakers. I'm going way too deep. Is this too deep? Deep state? No, just go But, for it. So they're they they were the only ones that were actually manufacturing sneakers. They had ideas and stuff, but they were just too small to start by themselves. They don't have the money. The states, yeah, well, and that too. And they were really like you know one one you like you said, Beaverton, Oregon, right? Yeah. He was a coach at well Oregon University, and Oregon's known for track and field. That's why you see all this off-white shoes like Beaverton, Oregon, blah blah blah. That's actually their headquarters. Um, other than that, so they decided not to continue. Like you know, why should we? Like they know how, they they kind of learn how like the sneaker creation process. At that time, it was unheard. It was like 70s, right? So the the one the This is not too recent, it's but it's actually uh, the 60s. 
60s. So that's even going way, way, way back. They just wanted to design like a, like a running shoe. And I think one, one of their first sneaker was the Tailwind, the Nike Tailwind. And also was one of their, one of, probably the, I think it's, it was the most expensive sneaker sold on the, on the planet to this day. And it was auctioned off or somewhere. Only one person and owns it and he probably doesn't even run. I don't He'll think probably so. probably never like run a, in them. Yeah, I think he had like a museum. I don't think he can run in them. They were like, <laughs> they were like turn to dust. <laughs> they would just like explode. The air just. Instantly just ignites. The air just deflates. <laughs> They get swallowed by the ether. Have you guys seen that? Like how uh, a shoe would just crumble? Like what? one of those Egyptian tablets yeah. when they dug up? <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot of sneakerheads that has sneakers from 2003 and 2004. Like around That's that. not even it's that not old. Even like, <laughs> not even that. I mean, if you really look at it, it's only like 20 years, something like that. But not even 20 years, but yeah. like They had it in like their basement. They did everything right. They had it like not in the not in the sunlight it was not damp it was dry it still crumbled but it's still crumbled why it's, it's just, is it oxygen it's almost like like everything and also like not wearing it probably like a lot of like experts were saying not even not wearing it made it crumble faster serious you, yeah. you think that wearing it would be like right but then also like you think about like okay tires cars stuff like that like maybe you kind of have to like, you know, because it's made out of like, I remember it was also made out of like poison. <laughs> poison? So like the Nike Air Max Western 97 has that crazy bubble, the like all around bubble, like that crazy sole that's just made of like, and it was like, at that time, Nike didn't under, didn't know, like nobody knew. They were using like space age, like materials. It's, it's, it's crazy, but but then later on, they found out that that foam part, whatever that part is, that on the sole was actually not poisonous to human, but poisonous to the environment. Oh, I mean, back in the day, everything was poisonous. They were building houses with asbestos, if you remember that. <laughs> okay. I remember those times. The good old times, man. The good old days. Back to Nike's uh, crumbling. Maybe uh, we could start wearing your shoes, Tim. I mean, I can help you, like, you know, uncrumble them. Well, that's why, like, I got rid of a lot. And almost every sneaker I own, I have worn before. Except for, like, two pairs, maybe. And those, they're just... If they weren't that expensive, like, I don't mind wearing $1,000 sneakers. But, like, 4000 like. <laughs> like when where do i draw the line you know what like, soon to come <laughs> in youtube tim and his sneakers the review i mean i'm already weirded out by wearing thousand dollar pair of sneakers but i have to do it whilst kim will kill me but i wouldn't be weirded out if i wear your thousand like dollar sneakers well also you should wear your sneakers you should like what are you, you gonna should. do you, what are you gonna do like you you're just gonna sit there and then what your grandkids gonna come along like grandpa i want to wear those like no nah they're gonna they're gonna find something else that's cool they don't want to wear your stinky ass old sneakers even if they are brand new Right, even better. You know what's funny? I <laughs> retros of retros. <laughs> remember those red and black Nikes I worn to a Mason? Yep. I still own them, oh. and I still I've had them for the last fifteen fucking years. Well, not fifteen, maybe ten. Ten for sure. What? 
Okay, so they have a sort of like a like a personal. Are you? Do you still have them? Yeah, are I still they have them. To crisp. I mean, they're like used up AF. Like I used them for the gyms. I used them to go out. I bought them for like thirty five dollars because it was on the clearance rack, and you know what? It lasted this long. So when you said like, oh yeah, these shoes are like crumbling, I'm like, seriously? I like this shoes that I've worn them for like. Like almost every single fucking day. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I I feel like sneakers have to be worn, right? That proves it more. They're not in best condition, obviously. They're like fair condition at at best. <laughs> But you do you rather have that, like you know, years of you know, like memories actually you made with those sneakers, or do you rather have a sneaker that you never touched, <laughs> never touched in your life in the display case? And then when you do, when you actually do go touch it, it it crumbles. It literally crumbles. You know what I told Mango? <laughs> If I buy something, I buy it to wear it. You're gonna wear that. You're gonna wear that, that thing out. or whatever. I'm gonna like squeeze every single penny out of that thing. It could be a Ferrari, and I'd drive that every single freaking day. <laughs> We've talked about in the past, like. How important it is to wear or use the things that you own, right? And because, like, it's supposed to give you enjoyment, right? A lot of these things, especially when it comes to fashion, it's supposed to give you a sense of identity. It's not something you should just be like locking up. Like, it's supposed to be more cultural, not bandwagoning on the culture itself. You should be like with the culture and not just like I'm buying this because this is what the culture is trending. You know. I mean, we can go. I, I don't. Th I don't think that people should buy things just for being sought after. I think it should be a situation of like it speaks to you, like that object, yeah. that item. I mean, it can. We can go even like deep, deep further. Like go back. Man, we we went already. What's, what's a sneaker? We went already just, too deep, deep, man. Now I we're mean, going another, another <laughs> level here. <laughs> we're getting deep I, as hell. I mean, sneakers. What what are sneakers? They're tools. They're not like. They're not supposed to be like this. They're not like a diamond necklace. Yeah. But they are now sort of like that, right? Back then, yes, I used to beat up sneakers. I wore them to death until there's holes in them. Like that's how we grew up. I think kids in like this generation coming up, I don't think they can understand that. And it's kind of sad in a it way. It has become the Bitcoin of this generation. It is, but I mean, the value holds itself. You know, it's never. If you have a dead stock pair of like you know off white Jordan ones, you're rich. As a kid, I mean, <laughs> or even sure. as anybody, uh, that's like like five thousand dollars. I didn't sneaker. have like a thousand dollars when I was a kid. Right. So <laughs> imagine if you just back then, if you have two pairs of that, that would be a down payment for a house. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Literally, yeah, for I, real. I mean, people laugh. Ten ten thousand dollars back then was was a, a down payment for a house, and now they laugh. Yeah, they scoff at. Ten thousand dollars, even for a pair of sneakers. They're like, "What? It's only ten thousand? That's not great." Ten thousand? That's it? <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Ten? You you got me a gift of only ten thousand dollars sneakers? Wow, <laughs> wow, that's that's not, that's not even that nice." I thought we were best friend. A ten grand sneakers. And then they don't even wear it. They don't. They just put it on like a little pedestal. Like I don't know. I don't know. They just like push like Caesar's pedestal out and put the Nike sneakers on top of it. <laughs> I don't know. But Asics, going back to Asics, I didn't know. I, the first time I ever seen Asics was when Ronnie Fike started like designing them. Oh, serious? And that, 
yeah i mean that's how big like these collaborations these designers can do for a company so new balance is one of those big one of those companies that's old-timey they're made in new england and they just don't they don't care about fashion but then Kawhi Leonard came along. I've seen Asics back in high school. Not gonna lie, but New Balance I saw. Yeah, yeah, New Balance also, and Asics. I just didn't know the name, but I know that, like, you know, that side profile like design that Asics has. Right. It's that. It's always that weird that Gel Light Three yeah. one. But Gel Light Three has come a long way. But I felt like Asics was like a feminine like shoes because every single like girl in high school was wearing like that. A6, A6, yeah. Or wh- what was the other one that was Sakani's? It was like that triangle looking. Like Reebok? It's the uh, one I, I never remember. Reebok? That used to be like Reebok? Triangle mm-hmm. before it became a no, triangle. Well, it that's was... the triangle New Balance it... A6 and Sakani's. It was, it was, uh, I don't remember the. <laughs> I mean, Adidas is like triangle also. I mean, Reebok. Okay, Reebok. It was, was like, a, like, it was a, it was a letter. It was a letter that it was like Zoomies. I don't know. Like Ombros? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. No, I don't know. I don't you know remember. What? Our age gap is way too long for me to like know what your high school is like. <laughs> no, but like it's it's weird. Like there's some if you if you think about it, there's so many sneaker brands. There's Converse. They've got bottom. Oh yeah, Converse is like another big thing back in high school. We were for, we were forgetting about the big giant uh vans. Ooh, yeah. They yes, were gigantic. They were huge. And they went through like rebranding, ownership, rebranding, yeah. more stuff. A lot collabs. of collabs lately. A lot of collabs lately. A lot, but before they never yeah. did. I mean, it was just that Vance era. Like, I mean, they did collab with like Tony Hawk. <laughs> Even Tony Hawk, they, they had like, they didn't bring him on until later. Yeah. I think like Etnies. Remember Etnies? Yeah, yeah. Um, DC shoes. Mm. Yeah, DC. Oh my god, that's all I wore. Remember that? Like, Fila. It, Fila was big back in the Fila. day. Fila. That was the one I was thinking. Was Fila? Oh, Fila? <laughs> that was the 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 logo I was talking about. Yo, Fila and Fubu, man. I know Tim knows about. Oh Fubu my god, and Fila. that's that's AKA nineties nostalgia. Grand Hill. Oh my goodness. You want you want <laughs> nostalgia? Remember mm. those like big baggy like. Janko jeans. I mean, we can go Janko? down the list. Yeah. yeah, starter jackets, a- anything. It was just crazy. starter jackets, dude. Oh, I don't also, know. Also, that count- that goes back to Sean. He's a vintage collector. He goes through like there's actually like I think it was some CBS or somebody like they like non hype. They're just journalists and they didn't know who he was and they just saw some guy look like he's digging through trash. <laughs> and Sean looks a little <laughs> at that time he's like very scruffy. He so, still looks scruffy. What are you talking about? He still about? looks like that. <laughs> Remember those like Baja Mexican poncho? You know what's you things? know what's funny? If those those are like the starter jackets. If Mango shave his head <laughs> and yeah. wears a contact, he looks like Sean. Because he's Sean, you tall should... and lanky <laughs> with a beard. Sean Sean Weatherspoon? Yeah. Yeah. You never seen Yeah, he does. No, I saw him. I yeah. saw him. You know what's funny though? You Google his name. 
he he's not even like anywhere close like inside the the results like he's only the i think like the let's see there's other big water spoons. like six or seven <laughs> no no it's just like all the shoes the only thing people care about is the shoes oh yeah that's oh, the yeah, sad yeah. part about the whole sean water spoon like design oh saga God, with is, nike he is a little lanky you know <laughs> he's like he is me yes <laughs> he, he is lanky yeah if you shave your head mango and wear contacts and just walk around with like like shorts up to your knee and a baggy he's a fellow ass noodle boy. <laughs> he's a he's fellow a noodle boy. boy he's a fellow noodle boy like me but that's how he got started i mean i guess he was he i mean yes he owned like those vintage stores but he, people looked at it as like a thrift shop remember when macklemore came out with that yeah. song thrift shopping yeah, I'm, that's a big thing now. So people are selling single stitch T-shirts, vintage T-shirts with like hundreds of dollars. Alert to Slobby's world. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, man. I, yeah, I was watching a documentary. It's, it's a whole industry now. People love nostalgia. Well, yeah. That's literally, they, nostalgia is literally like having happy thoughts about the old times right? remember in one of our pods we talk about how nostalgia is like one of the thing that most businesses utilize as an opportunity to create a more business for them you know as a marketing tool they leverage that because a lot of like especially gen z are curious about culture right now and part of that culture is nostalgia to the past right what the 70s or the 80s and the 90s look like especially now when you go to like reddit oh i'm a 90s kid but even though they're just born in 99 it's like uh right they're wearing like tupac and biggie t-shirts yeah, exactly you know they, they, you they know why i know. think that is the funny thing is they didn't even uh, yes mango you do because <laughs> you're like a normal intelligent person <laughs> what yeah, I mean, there's celebrities that don't even know what they're wearing. So there was that whole, that whole controversy with uh, I, I forgot who which Kardashian it was. She wore like a like a Tupac T-shirt, and she didn't even know who he was. He didn't know Tupac. I think Tupac or is like, like didn't that. even know. Dude, like, Tupac is so recognizable. Or, some, or something like that. That, that so, T-shirt is probably like the album photo, also with, with Tupac giving the peace yeah, sign. Yeah, all eyes on me. That '96 <laughs> exactly. album. Yeah, of course. But going back to the sneaker, even he's using corduroy. So to Gen Z, corduroy is just another material. To us, it's the 70s, Man. right? To 70s. me, it was something I wore as a baby. <laughs> I literally wore corduroys when I was, when oh, I was a kid. Man. There's like corduroy jackets, corduroy pants. I had the corduroy. I remember that whole scheme. Um, Remember the corduroy? What were they? They were the ones that Mario wears. What are they the called? Suspenders. The overalls. The overalls. I had corduroy <laughs> overalls that I rocked. So you I have young. some kind of memory when you look at those sneakers. <laughs> you know. You know why? You know why people have all this nostalgia trips? Because I feel like the the 2010s didn't have really like a single identity because identity right now is so skewed all across. Like it's so generalized across it's not so generalized. many things it's that more no fluid. there's no it's more fluid yeah it's more yeah. fluid there's no there's no there's no single public identity anymore so people want to go back to those times when there was stability in like what you were supposed to do or like what your identity was right? i don't think wow. it is that mango i kind of disagree just because i feel what they're doing is more like how high you know how art 
mimics the past. It's not really looking for an identity, but they're picking the best moments in the past and they're pastiching these um, best moments into their own. Rather than that, like, you know, not knowing what their identity is, they are picking and choosing the best ones and they're making it them. From the yes, past. Yes, exactly. To their own. And and essentially, they're creating something new. they don't new. have an identity. No. <laughs> it's but, essentially creating it's a fake, new. It's right? like design, right? You, you pick and choose like good designs that has been working, especially in the past. You learn from it, then... You create a new design out of that, you know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. But I want to say, I think what Mango was getting at is, you know what the 60s look like. You know what the 70s look like. You know, you know what, what the, the 80s, 80s look like. Yeah. You know what the 90s look like, but you don't know what the early 2000s, because we always lump 90s with early 2000s together. I mean, it's... And then, and then 2010, it gets even murkier. It, like, and then oh, no... yeah, remember uh, 2012? Like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, what? Well, you know the fashion trend? You know. Like, no. Gangnam Style. No, actually, no, actually, actually, I don't. I know the 90s got that grunge look. I feel like we say but... this right now because we are 20 years, like, you know, 10 to 20 years into the future. But when you're looking back to the 70s, you're really connecting a lot of dots from that point. Like, a lot of, like, the movies have stereotype how the 70s really looked out but we never lived into the 70s how how would we really know unless we just see these like photos or movies or documentaries of very very well curated and selected like you know um imagery that's why we could differentiate but eventually like 20 2050 we can look back at 2010 and we're gonna be like oh so that was the identity like they pick and choose what they want kind of like a la carte and they evolved it into something that they want so that's like almost like a take on like how high art does like a lot of art now you know like remember back in the 60s they were like doing paint splatter and all that like random stuff but it was, it was distinctive though it was more distinctive and right. and even then i do feel like they still had like the 70s still understood what the 60s were when you were in the 70s I don't I don't necessarily believe that it like we're just not old enough to like we're not far enough along to really like have surfaced a single thing. I think that the problem is that the single thing isn't a thing anymore because of the internet. If you ask me what one of the main points of at least the 2010 to 2020 um style is. It's skinny fucking jeans for like all the guys. That's all I'm going to say. Are you, that's fucking distinctive as Not hell. Not even 2010. I think 20, <laughs> it's even later than that. No, like early 2000s to 2000, 2000. Or you mean early 2010? No, I'm saying, I'm saying like <laughs> 2000, year two, around year 2000 to 2000, like um, around mid 2000. It was like the baggy ass jeans. It was the baggy, baggy like light colored blue yeah. jeans, the dad yeah. jeans. And before kind of that, yeah. it was like mm -hmm. the MC Hammer right. pants. Like it is baggy, but then. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> 80s. That bad. was 80s. No, that was the 90s. Yeah. That was the 90s. Like uh, early. No, okay. The 90s okay. was, I feel like 90s was everything. It was like a. It was a bit more grunge in the 90s. I mean, yeah. they did, it, yes, yeah. they wore yeah, yeah. big pants, but it was also a mixture of 80s. But yeah. It's sort of like that transitioning period. So now, right. Like, er, like, the last decade, when I say the last decade, we're still living in it, at least at the end of it. It's the skinny jeans and the joggers. Oh, my God. Right. 
So I it think, is very distinctive. The, yeah, I mean, you want to. No, you're right. I mean, okay, so you're trying to say 2010 to 2020 was the years was of the skinny, skinny jeans. jeans. Well, well, it just, that was yeah. it. It just. <laughs> it doesn't even. Say it just. Grunge why, look. why do you think all the shoes cater so much, like Nike shoes, like the the Coldroy, like you know, Sean Orderspoons, like design cater so much to these like ripped jeans, skinny jeans, Athleisure. and like you know, like. very like you know like you could pair them well with like joggers and all that stuff it's the athleisure craze it's very easy to pair a lot of like all the shoes that you have right now tim you could easily pair that with all these like i mean it's kind of hard to pair those with like baggy ass jeans is all i'm saying like yeah you can wear they're coming back you know that right so skinny jeans are actually going out but the trend right now it's a cycle it's a cycle every every so every every big fashion company or fashion brand are moving away from skinny tight joggers and stuff like that even like like entrepreneurs like richie lee shout out to them they're just YouTubers and started their own clothing company, but they know what the trend is. So in our in- industry, you have to be on par with what the trend is, or else you will never right. succeed. Design is all about trends. I think right, right now, it, instead of skinny, like you don't fit at all on that jeans. It's more like um, fresh fit, like you fit perfectly type of like um, fashion that's coming out, you know? But Bespoke? To, to you is perfectly. Bespoke? Yeah, it's more like custom tailor. Yeah, like bespoke. Like even though it's not like I'm not talking about like really like skinny. Like when I talk about skinny jeans, it's like really hard to get into those. Like, right? But I mean, you're talking about so 80s has that. Yeah, yeah. 80s was never like wearing baggy pants. That didn't get popular until the 90s. 80s was the bell bottom jeans, though. No, that's that's the 70s. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Bell bottoms was the 70s. It was the 70s. I remember. So they were transitioning to like you know that, yeah. like maybe that, the early 80s. It was. Yeah. yeah, it was. They were normal looking, but their hair weren't. <laughs> <laughs> the flock of seagulls. Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> Chandler. <laughs> but the, but but like what to what Mango was saying, their style wasn't just in in clothing. It was like everything they did. It was in mm-hmm. music. It's the way they look. It's the way they smell. Like eighties was it's big the way on that like, the, yeah yeah eighties was big on perfumes and stuff like that. It was it was wild. Cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. lots of cocaine, lots of lots of <laughs> what is it? Uh, we passed cocaine. Lot, it's DeLoreans, lots of cocaine. Lots cocaine of DeLoreans. <laughs> Great designs, great, 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 great. Techno. All great designs that shaped the future. Techno was early two thousand, I would say. Sorry, what was I thinking of? Which we're well, talking which, about eighties. The eighties. Well, it's like the yeah, there was techno. In the it 80s. was not electro. It was not techno. It was more like synth. Yeah. Synth. Yeah, yeah synth. But also synth like Wolves on Wall Street. Yeah. That was based in the eighties. Yeah, 80s. exactly. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Right. The Kuntashes. Right. Those are like. Oh, iconic yeah. design cars. The Quaaludes. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> the <still> Quaaludes. <laughs> the Quaaludes. That, we uh, don't condone that, drugs in this that, show. That's, it's just pop- You can't even get Quaaludes. It's a designer anymore. drug, but <laughs> not that kind of not kind of design we're talking about. A Wolf of Wall Street reference for everybody out there. If you say Quaaludes right now, people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, dude, I didn't candy? know for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't shout out to Quaaludes. <laughs> don't 
but yeah, uh, don't don't take Quaaludes. Don't guys. take any kind of drugs. Even if, if they if they still exist, <laughs> they're probably expired already. <laughs> but they probably still work. They probably still do. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, I think what we're getting at here is that there wasn't a singular cultural identity for the 2000s and the 2010s. No, okay. Like... Uh, mostly, uh, are we talking about 2000 to 2010 or are we talking about 2010 to 2020? That, that's the, yeah, let's go even crazier. Two decades of no of no identity. I feel like there was, t- there was no real identity then, of the last two decades. No, right? I, would say, the- I would say I disagree just because, okay, this might get a little political, but the identity has shifted to like a more socio-political identity of like gender or your affiliation rather. And, you know, like how you how you like see yourself within a society rather than how I look within a society, you know? But right. that's not a good thing to be associated with. <laughs> it's a time of turmoil. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing, but that is the reality that we live in right now. You know, like think about it. If a Trump supporter is like in your face, you you're not gonna change his mind. He's just gonna be like, "I'll vote for Trump. Go fuck yourself." Regardless of how much like fact, science, or or things that you tell this guy, oh boy. you know, like oh, oh boy. boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. We unleashed the beast. Oh boy. <laughs> it's like the black hole now. <laughs> we went in too deep, man. That's what happens. It's like, we got there's, nothing, there's no coming out from this abyss. It's like when you flush a toilet. <laughs> so let's ask this question then. If, so do you feel like these shoes that, that the Sean Weatherspoon ASIC um, Gel Light 3s? Do you feel like they're a shoe of the times? Do you feel like they are um, a shoe of of now versus any other time? Because I feel like if we do go back, if we go back and look t- 20 years from now, what what this time period will be known for, it'll be like, that was the time period when smartphones started and social media. And that'll be like, the issue is that social media is going to be around then too. Like, that's not going to go away. No, when it started though, that's the key point there, right? And it's not as uh, prevalent like right now. Nobody's like, oh, let me take pictures of these new sneakers I got. And let me just post it online and millions of people can see it. What if you have that many followers? That's going to happen in 20 years. <laughs> but imagine wearing these sneakers, let's say 20 years backwards. Yeah. Would they work? Will they work in, t- in 20 years? Yeah, well, 2000, let's say 2000. You know what? Talk about how the nike cortez are they work still but cortez is even older <laughs> i know it's it is older and it, it still works right now and it's been like what right. like almost like 50 years right i would say yeah more than 50 years because this yeah. is the 1960s when it started or let's say well, that, 70s that's even. because they're classic well the, this could be a classic also and they could just like well yeah the gel yeah, light the 3, 3 is their flagship know? and we've <laughs> i've seen the same design since i was in high school and it's still being created right now, you know? Like, this is, like, the Cortez. This is A6's Cortez. So it, so time wouldn't even have stopped if you wore these shoes. And, like, no, if you came from the back, the future and you're in early 2000, you're wearing these, people were just like, oh, those are some sick gel light threes. And you will fit in. Right. You know, some sneakers are really outdated, like, especially the Concords with the patent leather. Remember the ones, remember those basketball sneakers that actually had like the fucking thing that would like flow on the inside of them? Huh? 
they had the they had that thing that would like actually like spin they're like spin shoes <laughs> i don't know what you're talking they had like a little thing it, it was like it was like what they used to put on the cadillacs the escalates uh, there's spinners was, like things like on the spinners? rim spinners but like in the shoe uh, are you talking about think... the skating shoe the one little no kids use? not those not they, uh, they what were those, those? wheelies, what wheelies is like literally like one of those like the heelys the heels i did have those the heelys but those are like little kids no no grown adult and I, I think aren't those like sketchers yeah i think so yeah yeah sketchers made them i, think. I don't think they're like considered as a shoe but more like little uh, kids okay wear. remember the the reebok uh pumps no i don't remember the because pumps, they're yeah. not that good Right, so but they were they made Reebok what it was. Remember, Reebok was bigger than Nike at yeah, that I remember. time, and it was all about the Reebok pump. Oh, so some NBA player like he did like you know on he in the dunk contest he did that, but it didn't really make him jump higher or anything like that. But at that time, it was the thing. But if you wore that pair of sneakers now, people are like, "What are you wearing? <laughs> what are those?" Like, or if people do recognize it, like, dude, you're old as fuck. <laughs> because they're not noticeable anymore, you know? But if you wore these ASICs, like, even if you would go back in time, they're like, oh, cool, ASICs. That's yeah. so crazy. It's time. Remember that new balance with an N? That, that one, everybody still, the design hasn't changed. It's still the same. I don't know what the name is, but that new balance, it looked. It looks the same, just different colorways, you know. I mean, it's it's timeless designs, right? We always talk about we always talk about that in class. That's what it differentiates from from other design, you know, you generic know? designing. Exactly. You know, it was just it works throughout decades and decades and decades. If you like, like I said, like if you wore these back in two thousand, heck, even early nineties, these were fit in. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I remember. I don't Air Force One when uh, Nelly made it like super popular. And remember they died off for a while? Yeah. And until Nelly and everybody started singing about yeah. them, they came yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that. And remember it's still when the SBs same. died? <laughs> Shit, man. I remember when SBs died. And now every every SB that's coming out. Now everybody's out wearing SBs again. Now everybody's yeah, flocking to JCPenney to get their SBs. But they're $1,000. That's, that's the thing. Every, the difference is the money. Every every SB like the big SB sneakers release, they're thousands. I'll be real with you. Less. I don't know what the fuck people see on that Ben and Jerry dunks because it looks like a piece of shit. And it's in the conversation <laughs> for sneaker of the year. That was our first pod, and we and call it trash. Like... <laughs> and then and, I still think it's what still are they, trash. Like, they're eighteen hundred bucks now. It's an eighteen hundred uh, bucks I... of trash. <laughs> of bad design, bad decisions. Bad planning, bad strategy, <laughs> bad ice cream. I just listened to that pod too. So I remember Mango, you saying, I can't wear this with any outfit. That's it's true. It's, you can't pair that with anything. Even these, the, even these crazy Sean Watherspoons Asics, they, they, like I said, you wear You just some can't rock them. Yeah, you still can rock them. That's so crazy. And the Ben and Jerry like dunks over, is just so bad. That's the thing. The overall theme, you know how like every good design project has like a good theme, has a good like overall branding. Yeah. That did not. They just trying to make it look like a Ben and Jerry like bucket, you know, one of those mm -hmm. ice cream tubs. 
I don't want to wear ice cream tubs on my fucking feet. It's almost like a novelty item. It is. It's not even a sneaker. It's like a it's like a toy. Yo, it's like you buy this Ben and Jerry ice yeah, cream, you get these shoes like, for free. Just to laugh at it. <laughs> like just to put it on the walls, just saying, Hey guys, I have this thing. Yeah, let's get like a pair and burn it and put I it mean, in YouTube. <laughs> Yo, people are already mad. Like people are like, you know, those like celebrities are like creasing it and stuff like that. Oh You're gonna God, burn yeah. a pair of Ben and Jerry's. Uh, burn, burn the Ben and Jerry's. You'll you'd get some hits just from that. Let's alone. see if you know it actually melts. Let's see Ooh. if this shit goes. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Like literally hot take. <laughs> like Ernest is trying to burn some thousand dollar shoes. We'll do that when we get like 50k subs in YouTube. So when we have our YouTube channel, go sub and we'll make it happen for you guys. And I'm going to drop a bomb. I got these. They're coming. Ooh. Wait, <laughs> we're burnt. You got, you got the Asics? I got the Asics. Ooh. Did you get the Dunks, the Ben and Jerry? No, I didn't get those. Oh, well, well, we are getting the Dunks when we get 50k subs in YouTube. And we're, Why? we are burning we, it. We all hate that sneaker. No, we are burning it on 50k subs. No, what's why? Do we just like to throw away money? Like, do we, do we hate money? Do we hate money? We hate, we hate we're money. We're not doing man. it to throw away money. We're doing it for the fans, you know. We do it because, you know, we don't like, you know. We do it for, we the, do fans. It for the fans. I don't think they want you to be burning Ben and Jerry dunks. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. We're not telling them to go out. You know and buy what? I'm it, sure but... half of them would want to burn them. Burn it anyway. Uh... And then half of them would kill us if we did. I mean well, we do it for the laws, you know. So is that gotta, is, is, is this a nay for you, Mango? Yeah, this is a no. I'm not feeling the Asics. So Mango is a nay. What about you? I'm a, I'm a yes on this pair. You're a yay? Yeah. I mean, it is very situational. <laughs> You're a yay. <laughs> it is very situational. <laughs> when I wear this, it's going to be like not like an everyday thing. So can you see Ernest? I could never, I could never see Ernest <laughs> owning these. That's that's really a big question. Is like I would wear them. Yeah, but can you? I would wear them when I work out. You think you can pull them off? Ernest? When I work out, yeah, because I only wear shorts and like. <laughs> but they're still. What if you wear like all black? <laughs> it, it will it will actually look good in all, if you're dressing all black, right? Uh, yeah, and you had those. And I'm right? not it's gonna like lie. I'm not gonna lie. I don't give a shit what I wear when I work out. <laughs> There's your problem right there. My point exactly. Those, my point exactly. I mean, I might as well run on a four hundred dollar shoes, and people see that I'm flexing so hard while I like flex my real muscles. Also, right? Let's <laughs> let's put the let's put the money aspect away. Let's say these are not four hundred dollars or whatever. Okay. Would you still rock them? MSRP. That's what a lot of people think about with hype sneakers, like. If you take away from Ben and Jerry how much they are, would you rock the Ben and Jerry dunk? I would not buy it even to collect the Ben and Jerry dunk. Right. In fact, I wouldn't wear no. them. Like I across wouldn't the wear board, them. all three of us, we would not rock it. There's no it, way. Even it's if cute, but it's just not something that I would spend any money whatsoever on. So you have to look at you have to go in with every that that type of with thinking. With that thinking, like, you know I wouldn't buy it because I'm a cheap ass. We all know this. <laughs> Let's we all put know the cheap it. ass away <laughs> and look at it, look at it as a designer. Look at it as you. Like, would you wear this to like 
Trader Joe's. If money is not the question. If money is not the question. And Would if I see it? this, if it's just just a normal sticker, just design, general release, there's no hype. No hype. It, there's no resale value. Thirty bucks. It. 30 if it bucks. was like whatever, whatever is supposed to be, how much the gel? Okay, light I don't know be? what the fuck the gel light is, but if it's like around the the price point that I'm buying <laughs> my shoes. Then yes, I will buy this and I would wear it really? at least for work. Oh, wow. At least for work. Really? For working See, a out, lot of people would say no. You know, a lot of people like I'm just saying like they're just for the hype. Like they would be like, no, there's no way. If, Sh if Sean Waterspoon didn't design these. You no, know why I would like buy it? Because it's Velcro. I love that. That aspect alone. You like Velcro? I do love it. It's like I could. Let me go get you some kitty shoes. Yo, man. You remember what I bought when I bought that? Uh she's from you tim the one that you cop for me oh the the fear we can say it fear god yeah so <laughs> the, race, the one thing yeah. that made me buy it is the velcro <laughs> i mean those sneakers were tight there's those sneakers you know it was based off the nike race right i, I still love them man it's that low x i wear them you know from about? time to time but i just love the velcro it's like there's something about the velcro but it's crisscross i know that's that's what makes um whatever like the Nike race the way it was, and then Jerry put his spin on it. Mm. He puts that real designer like lux luxury aesthetic to it. That's what make that sneaker work. And that those two colors, you get the black ones, of course, but they work. I like the black ones. And then when I saw those, they were better than like his other ones. The moccasins. His other ones were really bulky, like almost like a boot. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the expensive ones yeah yeah okay okay too much too much things that are dropped left and right how about you tim are you would you buy this if there was no hype i mean i already got them but uh yeah i would still get them you would still get them rock them there, no there were so many ronnie fikes that i wanted to buy but there were just so many nike releases <laughs> i'm just like getting distracted like <laughs> it's not enough money to go around ronnie who <laughs> kip who <laughs> But like when I look at this, like um, so the the salmon toes, I think that's what they're called, the salmon toe gel light three by Ronnie Fike Kiff. Those were nice. Like when when I saw those, I'm like, okay, should I spend that much money? Yeah. On Asics, <laughs> but now I took a plunge. <laughs> I literally, I I don't know. I don't know how. I I still. I'm still like on the fence about it. That's a crazy thing, right? I know. It's just like the first time I bought a pair of sneakers. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll like it. Well, you're not going to be able to resell it to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll see you on the next one. This podcast is brought to you by the Alpine Black Studio. And show some love. Hit that follow, like, and share button. For any topic suggestion, feedback, or comments, email us at design at alpineblk.com and we'll catch you on the next one.